0: present another episode of your own serial, Castlewick Light. The tussle for the old art studio seems to have reached deadlock, with the discovery of some ancient Roman coins in the garden. The vicar has been causing some gossip, as his relationship with Rose, his housekeeper, appears to be less than discreet. Jeremy has been getting more and more depressed, and during one of his drinking bouts, accidentally pushed Billy over.
1: Oh, good morning, Jeremy. Can't serve you yet, love. We won't be opening the bar for another half hour or so.
0: Morning, Marge. Morning, Billy. No, I didn't come for that. How's the bruise, Billy? Almost gone, lad. Think no more about it. But I do... Look, I've, I've really come to apologize. My, my, oh, it's just that. Look, Billy, I'm most dreadfully sorry for what happened. It was unforgivable.
1: Drop too much drink, Jeremy. It doesn't solve anything, you know. I
0: know, I know. And hurting Billy, I've I've been going through hell. Why, well, he I can't even see to the himself. Look, of... mate, I've had more than one bump
2: over the past few weeks. Getting hardened to it. Forget it. I can't.
1: You'll have to take more water with it, love.
2: Oh, don't you worry. Strict rations from now on. She's right, you know. Doesn't solve a thing. It's just running away from life. Well, I I know that, of course. Of course you do, lad. You're a sensible chap. You know, I reckon it was more what them trick cyclists call a cry for help.
0: Well, you you might just be right.
1: Reckon it's your redundancy getting to you, Jeremy. Bit like my Billy when he was stuck upstairs.
0: Oh, if only you knew... I feel so damned useless. And there's my wife, too. Beth's only got eyes for that flashy cowboy that sells houses. What? Clyde Blades? Go on, you're joking.
2: He's not, Billy. You haven't been able to see them together. No, no, but I'm getting pretty good at hearing hidden messages in someone's tone of voice.
0: Oh, I I don't blame her altogether. She's pretty hot-blooded, you know. And I've been a rather drab sort of companion since I lost my job.
1: Don't be stupid, love. You mustn't sell yourself short.
0: You just don't know, Marge. I've been pretty awful, if you really want the truth. Tipped off Dorothy Peggs a couple of times about that boring art studio. Just to stop it happening. To stop Clive and Beth getting the chance to form a business partnership.
1: So it was you that caused that rift between Clive and the Major. I must say that I thought it was old
3: Peacock. Never.
0: The old boy as straight as a ramrod. And the dreadful thing was that Dorothy Peggs was so appallingly gleeful about the whole thing... Still, she may be laughing on the other side of her face before long. (laughs) Really? That's going to be worth watching.
2: Now, look here, lad. I've an idea. Now I'm blind, I think this here pub needs another man. Someone to help lug the crates and spile up the barrels. Could you do with a rather badly paid job just to keep yourself busy? Billy? Do you really mean it? Well, if
1: he doesn't, I do. Best idea you've had this year, Billy, my love.
2: You're not, you're not having me on.
1: Take a load of worry off my mind, it will. Of course
2: it will, love. And give me a man to talk to. Come on, my old mate. What do you say? Well, if you're
3: sure, then. Yes, thanks.
4: Go on with it, John. I just
3: don't believe it. I'm not surprised. Struck me as rather odd the way she moved into the vicarage all of a sudden.
4: And her husband's really alive? It's
3: what Dorothy Peggs was saying. Shoot over to Potterby yourself and watch the pub around lunchtime. Apparently old man Perry goes there every day. Oh, dear, I
4: don't know at all. I must be very old-fashioned, I think.
3: Uh, You watch that precious figure of yours when Rose is around. He goes all childish, if you know what I mean.
4: (laughs) Now I come to think of it, he does, well, you know, soften a bit. Oh, I don't know who'd have thought it.
3: And a man of the clock.
4: That's what makes it seem so wrong.
3: Hey, change the subject. Talk of the devil. Look who's reaching out for the door handle. Morning, madam.
1: Oh, hello, Rolls. Cheers, both. Nice bit of sunshine.
3: And what can I get you today, madam?
1: Oh, not for me, Mr. Goff. for my Geoffrey. Oh. I thought oh. I'd do him oh. a, a nice snow eggs. Like my own mother used to make. Oeuvre la nature, as the French call it. Yeah dozen free range if you please Alice
4: Well, you must give me the recipe I'd like to try it out on my tom there you are
1: who are the kids oh blooming just blooming blooming awful
3: (laughs) and what about his nips
1: oh you mean the vicar oh just fine just fine
3: must be rather lonely for him in a caring sort of job with half the village against
1: him oh not a bit of it he's got me for company anyhow that's nonsense most of the village think is wonderful I oh,
3: dare say the younger women do oh, stop <laughs> it John
1: anything else for you Rose oh just some dustbin bags and a packet of poopies for my youngest poopies? yeah on the shelf over there that's what Jeff calls them oh nappies gracious old vulgar Anything more? No, that's the lot, dearie, thanks. Time he stopped wetting himself. That's what I say, at his age.
3: Oh, the vicar!
1: <laughs> oh, John Gough, you are a one. Oh, my youngest
4: Craig. That's a 14, 16, 19, and a plastic bag. That's £7.36. Please, Rose. I right should right Alice.
1: That's just right.
3: What I say is uh, he needs a nice little wife to look after him.
1: Well, you never know, do you, dearie? Things might be more convenient just left right where they are. (laughs) Good morning to you both. Hmm.
3: Well. There you are, Alice. What did I say?
1: Well,
4: it looks as if Dorothy Peggs might be right after all.
5: is not here. You only just missed him. He's gone round to Dorothy Peggs for a chat. Coffee? Or a drink?
6: Well, no, thanks, Eleanor. I really mustn't stay long. I just wanted to... uh... What's
5: on your mind, Clive? Come on, you can tell me. George and I share everything. And you'll find me a good listener. I have to be married to him. Oh,
6: no, I'm sure you don't mean... Only
5: joking. Now, come on, Clive. Get it off your chest. You came to apologise, didn't you? Well, exactly.
6: I mean, I can't think how you guessed... I've been, well, not stupid exactly, uh, short-sighted. That's what I've been. I've shot my mouth off in a temper when my own <laughs> eyes were telling me what was... You see, Eleanor, I thought your husband was ratting on me, telling Dorothy Peggs what I was planning to do.
5: Well, he'd never do that, you know, Clive. George is honest to the point of it's almost being a fetish. Oh, I
6: know, I realise that now. He's been so polite and tolerant since. And after I was so rude to him.
5: Well, he was a bit hurt, you know. He likes you, Clive, and he's a bit naive. He trusts people too readily. Do you know whom he suspected? No, tell me. Jeremy Halstead. He reckons, and I agree with him, that Jeremy was getting jealous. Of course. That figures.
6: Good Lord, you don't mean he realises...
5: I think half the town does, Clive. You've not been the same person since Beth came down to live here. Oh,
6: God. Eleanor, I love her so much. I can't help it. And it's not one of those wild flings like I used to have. I think she cares as well.
5: I think she does, Clive. But you have to be more... What's the word? More circumspect. You always rush at everything like a bull in a china shop.
6: I know, I do. My family have always done. Probably what got the brewery where it is today. But I haven't got the Midas touch like my old grandpa.
5: Everything goes wrong. doesn't. Look at your estate agency. Well, yes,
6: but I mean the harbour development... Now the health food centre.
5: Oh, is that off now?
6: Oh, well, no, it's not off. But we can't have the art studio. Those Roman coins were genuine, you know. And some old fogy professor that Dorothy's got down from some antiquated university has now found a couple of Roman lamps.
5: Gracious, that big?
6: Well, no, no, quite small, actually. But they're made of earthenware and filled with oil. There's thousands of them around, but these are the first two in this area.
5: Well, that could be rather funny. Hey? preservation order. If this really is a historic site, okay. You can't have it for a health food shop. But my guess is that Dorothy won't be allowed to build on it either. Not for the time being, at least. Good heavens. Eleanor,
6: you've begun to cheer me up.
5: Well, then. Look, trust my husband. He knows a lot of useful people. What you've got to do is to patch things up with him and start looking for somewhere else together. And I wouldn't tell Jeremy your plans in advance. Tell him after the things are fait accompli.
6: You know, you're a pretty wonderful woman, Eleanor. That's just right. Look, how about coming into the partnership yourself?
5: Not me, Clive. I'm a backroom person. You've got George. He'll do all the talking. At length, if you let him. Just remember that behind every successful man, there's usually a woman.
6: Yeah, and that's you. Oh, thanks a million, Eleanor. You give me fresh hope.
7: Scintillating! you're making a superb job of
6: it, Mary.
1: Oh, it's hard work and fiddly. Oh, that candlestick your are olding's next on the list. This?
7: Oh, good. Now, as I was saying, you can't expect your vicar to do much about it. Only seen one side of the quarrel. Oh,
1: it's no good, Geoffrey. Paul won't come. He's got no time for the church. No time for anything except model railways, cricket, and that Carol whats our name over at Sternbridge. I could
7: pull round uh, Where's his new address? Oh, there's no
1: point. he probably hit you. He hit me once or twice. Really? I'm Christian. Well, he's not a Christian. I keep telling you. He used to see red every time I bought up babies or family or the parrot to any feet.
7: <laughs> you don't know what you're not missing. Try Rose Perry's little brats for a few days. That'll soon cure you. Still, having her around makes up for a good deal.
1: I wonder why her husband left her. I
7: told you. He was lost at sea.
1: Oh, tell me about it. Oh, there was a
7: storm and the, the boat turned over. Oh,
1: go on, Geoffrey. That was Tom Palmer and Billy Meredith. Rose's husband didn't leave her. She walked out on him. He's been seen in Potterby. What
7: the stupid idiot? That's not what we agreed at all. I gave him money to move to. Oh, I, so it I, is I mean true. It.
1: You've been lying to me, Vicar. Our spiritual leader. And you've been lying. Look,
7: you've got it all wrong. I. Listen, Mary, it's all quite straightforward. But it's just better for all concerned if Carstwick doesn't know. She's not divorced yet, you see. And I suppose it's because she finds me attractive, as I find you are. You know how Paul Get couldn't... your
1: hands off me. You're a vicar.
7: Oh, Mary, dear, I'm sorry. I was only I know trying know very to... well
1: what you were trying to do. I'm absolutely horrified. For your information, I still love Paul, and only Paul, and I want him back. What you're doing is immoral and I'm unholy. Mary, you, you mustn't
7: tell me, I don't own, please. Well, I want to speak
1: to you again. Mary!
7: Oh crikey, what now?